What's up, world? It's your man, Keith F. White, a.k.a. Mr. Baller, with a new podcast, How to Become a Baller God's Way. And our first episode is entitled, Leaving It All on the Court. Leaving It All on the Court. To become a baller God's way, we have to learn how to leave it all on the court. And I searched the scripture because the playbook that we're using is the Bible. And 2 Timothy, uh, a very familiar text, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verse 6 uh, says, It says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure has come. Paul had given all that he had. And for us to become the baller that God has desired us to be, we're going to have to leave it all on the court. We got to give all that we had. And I'm saddened of the fact that the NBA season has canceled because of COVID-19. I'm saddened uh, because I enjoy a good basketball game. And we're not able to watch any sports, no live sports. You can watch recorded sports, but no live sports. But that's okay because I've been watching old Kobe clips. And Kobe, to me, was the very best. And when uh, the loss of Kobe... I heard the loss of Kobe. I was deeply saddened, almost as if a family member had passed away. But I remember there at the memorial, Michael Jordan gave one of the best speeches. He was in tears and he talked about how Kobe left it all on the court. When he played every play, he played He left it all on the court. And many people will say the same thing. And to become the baller uh, that God wants us to be, to become a baller God's way, we're going to have to leave it all on the court. You got to give all that you have in this season. You got to give God the best that you have for the rest of your life. You got to give everything that you got for the kingdom of God. You got to praise God for everything you have left in you. You got to learn how to worship and leave everything that you got on the court. And whatever God has placed in your heart to do, you got to leave it all on the court. One of the reasons why I was motivated to do this podcast Because many years ago, the Lord showed me uh, to tell the people how to become a baller uh, God's way. And now it's taken COVID-19 to settle me down, to get my mind uh, focused on what I can do this and how I can do this. But um, I'm able to uh, now share my heart and concern about how we can become better entrepreneurs how we can become better fathers, how we can become better mentors, how we can become better leaders in our community, how we can become a baller 
God's way. Now, there are many negative connotations when you talk about a baller because a lot of times the only thing we think about is somebody who has sold drugs or somebody has done something illegal to receive a lot of money. But a baller is simply someone who calls his own shot. A baller is simply someone who uh, has control of his destiny. And God is calling us in this season uh, to prepare ourselves, our mind, to, 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 to be able to speak life into our situations to become the ballers that God has called us to be. Now, a good friend of mine many years ago, uh, Mr. Lewis, gave me an acronym for the word baller. The B stands for believing. The A stands for and loving. The L stands for the Lord. Uh, the A stands for always. Believing and loving the Lord always. Uh, that's an acronym for baller, uh, AKA Mr. Ball. That was the acronym for baller, amen? And many years ago, before I started my own business, I was traveling um, back and forth through from Atlanta, and they had a unique uh, gospel hip hop show. Now this is back in early 2000s, uh, late 90s, and they had a hip hop gospel uh, uh, show that would come on on Sunday mornings. And there was a song on there, never knew the artist, but the song was, My God is a Baller, He Owns Everything. And that just gave me a different perspective on how I see God, because he has the cattle on every hill. And anything that I need, I don't have to go out and try to create myself. All I have to do is ask my Father in heaven, and he will give me instruction and vision on how to become a baller God's way. So I want to share with you um, in that, and that's what the show will be about um, over the next uh, few weeks and months. We'll be sharing with you how to become a baller uh, God's way. See, we need to realize that whatever we have to do for God, we need to do it right now. We got to stop thinking that we got time. And if nothing else, COVID-19 has set us a reset button uh, to really gather our thoughts, sit back, think about plans, and think about how God wants us to prosper in this year. A lot of people think that 2020 is something bad, but I believe God is blessing us in 2020 and allowing us to see ourselves in 2020, allowing us to see that we cannot do anything without the Lord. So stop thinking you got time. Stop thinking I'm going to wait till I retire before I do something great. Uh, I'm going to wait till I retire before I go traveling to Jamaica. I'm going to wait till I retire for I do something wonderful in ministry. I'm going to wait till I retire before I begin to do missionary work. Whatever it is that you got to do, you got to do it in this season. Our time is drawing near 
and time is running short, we got to leave it all on the court and we got to leave it all on the court every day. I like uh, the book of James. James, the fourth chapter, verse 14. Again, let's go to the playbook. It says, why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while, then vanishes. But I love the King James Version better because it says your life is nothing but a vapor. A vapor. And I thought about that, and this being my podcast, I could uh, share with you what I think about that. Because now in today's society, vaping is something that has become very popular amongst young people. But if you wonder, if you look at the smoke, uh, it comes out a big cloud of smoke if you ever saw someone using a vapor. The cloud is thick and it's white, but it only lasts for a moment. The Bible says, God says that that your life is just a vapor, meaning that life happens very quickly. Uh, You're five years old, and next thing you know, you're 55 years old. Life is just a vapor. So whatever we have to do for the Lord, whatever the thing that God has placed in your heart to do, you have to do it right now. There's an old song that they used to sing in the church. It says, time is filled with swift transition. Now on earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. And I, what I love about God is that he's always with us. In spite of our shortcomings, the Lord is always with us. And if we're going to become, uh, uh, if we're going to become uh, the baller that God has wanted us to be. We're going to have to take the Lord with us. And a thing about entrepreneurship and, and, and it, it's a faith walk. And, and even in uh, this season, it's a faith walk uh, uh, to, to, to walk with God, to believe God for your dreams, to believe God for the vision, you're going to have to walk in faith. My God. See, our problem is that we try to take everybody with us. And the point that I'm trying to make, everybody is not supposed to go with you. You're going to have to learn to to separate uh, friends and, and, and separate from um, family members sometime when they do not see the vision that God has given you. It's not that you can't be their friends. It's not that you can't love them, but you got to realize that sometimes when God gives you vision, it's only for you to see. They're not able to see the vision. 
But what you have to do as an entrepreneur, as a pastor, as a leader in your community, what you have to do then is step out in faith, not looking for someone to pat you on the back, not looking for someone to always uh, give you a high five, but you got to follow the vision that God has placed in your head. And whatever you see in your head, you have to create here on the earth. And I look to the playbook again, Isaiah 35 verses eight and 10. It says, and a highway will be there. It's called uh, the highway of holiness. It will be for those who walk on the way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there. No ravenous beast will be there. They will not be found there. But only the redeemed will walk there. And those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them and sorrow and sighing will fly away. What this is saying to us is that everybody is not attended to go with you, amen. You're gonna have to walk this walk by yourself. To leave it all on the court is to take all kind of ridicule and not react to it. To leave it all on a court means you have to stay focused on the things that God has showed you to do. To leave it all on the court means you got to work harder, work smarter than anyone that is in the room. Kobe being my favorite player, he would out hustle everyone in the room. He will be at practice before anyone comes to practice. He will be the last one to leave practice. Kobe, the greatest that ever played the game, was the first one at practice. Kobe, the best that ever played the game, was the last one to leave. See, if you're going to leave it uh, all on the court, uh, you're going to need to do uh, things uh, right uh, to be a part of God's kingdom. And the first thing we have to do if we want to be a part of the Lord's kingdom, we have to accept Jesus as our savior. I'm challenging you this evening to leave it all on a court. Are y'all hearing me out there in podcast land? If you're going to be the best you're going to be for God, you got to first receive him as your savior. And then you got to hustle out hustle anybody in the room, just like Kobe, and leave it all on the court. I'm expecting God to do something miraculous in my life. I'm expecting God to show up in a miraculous way on the other side of COVID-19. I believe in God for millionaires right now in the name of Jesus. I believe in God is creating in me, becoming a millionaire 
right now in the name of Jesus. I believe in God that uh, he would uh, uh, allow me to be the best I can be in this season. It's funny, I used, uh, 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 during the lit season, we have been using uh, the model from uh, a pastor friend of mine, Brandon McLaughlin, and he challenged his church to do the best temple challenge. And I uh, pondered on that when they were doing, I was excited for them. I would comment and like what they were doing. And when we were uh, planning our lit season, God dropped that back in my spirit. He said, challenge your people to do the best temple challenge. And what the best temple challenge is about is becoming the best physical temple so God can use us. See, God can't use you if you can't hardly breathe when you're preaching. You have to get yourself in condition, my God, to be used by God. And I challenge the people of God to, to get themselves in the best health by eating nutritious meals, by including exercise, by uh, working out in the gym, and it has been a great success. And I'm thankful for God dropping that back into my spirit. See, the Bible says, whatever you do, in word and deed, do it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I'm so glad you're joining me this evening. I'm so glad that you're taking a moment uh, to stay with me and, and learn how, uh, learn how to become a baller God's way. This is my 20th year as an entrepreneur and to share uh, very briefly uh, how I began. I, I started uh, my uh, career very young as a barber. Uh, I took to barbering about the age of 15, and um, I was just the neighborhood barber, and um, a couple of my friends were cutting hair at the time, and I kind of took it a little more seriously. I, I, I started dressing up my parents' garage uh, like a barbershop. I had my own sign there. I think it was called Kiki's Cuts or something like that. And I was very serious about uh, the, 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 the business of being a barber. I believe I charged about $2. When I got very good, I charged $3. And before I was uh, leaving to go to barber school, I was charging $5 for a haircut. Now, this was back in 1992. Uh, upon uh, graduating from high school, I went directly to Barbara College. Now, I had opportunity to go to college, a uh, regular four-year university, but I decided to follow my passion. And what I'm trying to encourage you to see is to, if you want to be a, a baller the way that God has called us to be, you're going to first have to follow your passion. You, you, you cannot just do a regular uh, a nine to five that's unfulfilling to you. You can't just go through life that way. You got to do something that you would do for free. 
You got to do something that you enjoy doing. Amen. And I enjoyed becoming a barber. I've enjoyed uh, my life as a barber. And I had, had been working at a barber shop, uh, CNJ. I'm going to give them a shout out. Uh, amen. And this is where I graduated and went to work there. And I got my start under a mentor and godfather of my barbering business, Jimmy Pitchford. And I watched him. And when I went to work, I didn't go to work just to be going to cut a little hair. But I was studying the business. And I want to encourage somebody that may be working uh, at a business right now. But you should be going there studying it almost like you're in college. Learning all you can learn about the business. And I spent about six and a half years there. And I was... Uh, 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 wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew that from day one. I knew that becoming a barber was a part of what I wanted to do. But ultimately, I wanted to be an entrepreneur and own my own barbershop. Many barbers had inspired me over the years. And one that inspired me the most, uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, Sister Gloria Ingram, she inspired me to become a barber. My God, she was just a wonderful person and she cut my hair and I just wanted to become a barber. Amen. And this is my profession. I've been cutting hair for 27th year and I've been an entrepreneur for the past 20 years. I started my business at 26 and during those days, I had to leave it all on the court. I was there from 10 o'clock in the morning, and some nights I would leave the barbershop to 1.30 in the morning. I was a one-chair barbershop, and I would cut 20, 30, 40 heads in a day. And this was long before uh, where we are today. But I want to encourage young people because sometimes as a young person, you think you're gonna wait till you get older before uh, you, you kind of live out your dream. But you got to start on your dream as soon as your foot touched the ground, my God. At 18 years old, you should know what you want in life. You should be walking and taking steps to get what you want at 18. Don't wait till you I'm 46 now. Don't wait till you're 46 to decide I want to do something. You need to be working on what you want to do at 46, at 18. Amen. So I'm trying to encourage someone this evening. And again, whatever we're going to do for God, we got to do it right now. We got to leave it all. We got to leave it all on the court. And I shared with you a scripture uh, when we first started about uh, uh, the apostle, the apostle Paul wrote Timothy, uh, his son, in the gospel uh, letter, and um, basically, uh, Paul was at the end of his life, and Paul knew uh, that he was about to die, and Paul was expecting to die. He knew it was coming soon, and Paul knew that he was going to die. But some deaths 
we are faced in life. We don't know they're going to happen. Paul's death, he kind of expected it. He, he, you know, when you get to a certain point in your life, or you know, our, 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 we have all had relatives. They knew they knew that they were going to die, and, and but 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 Kobe's death was unexpected. So whatever we're going to do for God, whatever we're going to do in our life, and if we're going to become uh, the, the baller that, that God wants us to be, if we're going to become a baller God's way, we're going to have to leave it all on a court. Uh, the interesting about this text, Paul in the text was given an indication on how we should live our lives as a believer. Paul is saying, I've done all that I can do. Uh, Paul had preached all he could. Paul had taught as much as he could and had served the people of God as long as he could. Paul was telling them uh, to leave it all on the court. And Paul, example for our lives is to leave it all on the court. Now we have so many people that we can go in our uh, history and think about who left it all on the court for us. And I think about Martin Luther King um, because it's amazing how someone can do so much in their life. Uh, I think he died at age 38. And he, he, he graduated from college, high school at 15 and and he got his doctoral degree, I think he was 26 years old. He, he left it all on the court. He gave everything he had. And, and we're still, we still celebrating Martin Luther King, all his accomplishments, and most importantly, what he did for the America, what he did for me and for you. Also, when we think about President Obama, how he was the president. He started off a young senator, uh, a, a young senator in Iowa, I mean Illinois, and 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 then and then he made this this uh, so wonderful speech at the Democratic convention that the buzz started going around about maybe him being a potential president. My God, and he was a very young man, had young children and done so much in life. And, and then I think about great uh, artists um, just like Tupac and, and Biggie Smalls and, and how their influence on music is something that we will never forget. And they both died so very young. I think they were 24 years old when they died. They died so very young, but yet have made a lasting impact. They left it all on the court. What I'm trying to convince you this evening is whatever we're going to do for God, whatever we're going to do in our lives, we're going to have to do it now. And we're going to have to leave it all on the court. Just like Paul, Paul poured out himself. We got to pour out ourselves in our careers. We got to pour out ourselves in our businesses. We got to pour out ourselves in ministry. We gotta pour out ourselves uh, to our family and marriages and, and children. We gotta pour out ourselves to our grandchildren. Uh, uh, you gotta pour out 
everything that you have uh, for the glory of God if you're going to be what God has intended you to be. We got to pour out all we have. We can't, we can't take nothing back with us. The thing about it, the thing that I'm very fearful, and I share this with my congregation, but also I'm sharing it with you on part, my podcast family. The very thing that I'm most, uh, I'm most um, afraid of is that we get to, to glory and we still got a full tank. We have not given God all our gifts. We didn't give God all our abilities. We didn't hustle as hard as we could. This is the thing that frightens me the most. I think of the story about uh, the the men, uh, the servant and uh, the servant and the master. Now think of that story of how how the servant, my God, how the servant, uh, the Lord entrusted the servant with his riches, with his uh, possessions. And one, of course, had five. One had two and the other one. One had five double his. The one that had two double his. And the Lord said to him, uh, 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 my good and faithful servant, my God, my good and faithful servant, and what challenges us this evening, what challenges me that that we don't live our life and get to the end of our life and because we did not exercise our gifts that God would tell us to depart from him, uh, you wicked, uh, you wicked and evil uh, servant, depart from him, my God, my God. And that is because we didn't do all we could with all we had. We didn't leave it all on the court. So I thank you this evening for joining me for this very first podcast. Again, it's your man, Keith F. White, a.k.a. Mr. Baller, a.k.a. uh, the man on the podcast. Uh, Y'all be praying for your boy. We just doing something new. Just trying to reach a different audience. If you're in need of a church home, the church home, come and check us out. Uh, Snow Hill, Amy Zion Church, 420 Snow Hill Road. If you're in need of a fresh haircut, come check us out at Baller World, 4772 Yakin Road, Fayetteville, North Carolina. And man, remember that I love you, but God loves you best. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for an opportunity, God, just to meet your people on a different level, God. Lord, help them to not see me, but see you in me, God. Lord, I pray that this message will be fruitful, God, that that they will leave it all on the court. They will give everything they got for you, God, in this season. They will hustle harder than they ever hustled, God. And Lord, to be a baller that you desire us to be requires us to leave it all on the court. We thank you tonight for joining us, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, man. God love you. We'll see you on the other side.
What's up, world? It's your man, Keith F. White, coming to you with a new podcast, How to Become a Baller God's Way. And this is episode two. We received so many great reviews off of episode one, leaving it all on the court. And I was led to come back with a new subject matter, the faith to finish. Anything that you attempt to do in this season, you're going to have to have faith to finish. Oh yes, it's easy to begin a project. It's easy to begin going back to school. It's easy to begin a business. It's easy to begin a ministry, but you're going to have to have faith to finish and to be the baller that God is calling us out to be in this season. You're going to have to have the faith to finish. And it led me to the playbook. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 1 through 2 says, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You're going to have to have faith uh, to finish. We have all witnessed marathon races. We all seen great uh, uh, track races and and, 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 and and when I think about the text, when I think about uh, the text here that we're going to expound on this evening and having faith to finish, you're going to have to endure some things. When you open your business, you're going to have to endure times when you're not making money like you think you should make. You're going to have to endure uh, people not showing up when you think they should show up. You're going to have to endure low sales when they don't come in the way that you think they should come in. Many people start businesses. Many people uh, start businesses, but they don't finish. They don't have the faith to finish. And before you even step into the arena of an entrepreneur, you got to take in everything that you're you're about to do and think about that and do i have what it takes to finish i don't want to start nothing i don't want to just start it i want to see it through and to be uh, the baller that god uh desires for us to be to be the baller god's way we're going to have to have faith to finish Time out for starting things. Time out for starting a design company but never finishing the projects. Time out for starting a landscape company but never cut one grass. It's time out for starting and going to school and, and never finish. If you're going to have the faith to finish, if you're going to be what God is calling you to be and be the baller uh, the God's way, you're going to have to have faith to finish. And I think about the marathon runner. I think about uh, the marathon runner that, that's run uh, the, 20, the 22nd mile, almost to the end of the race, and, and the legs begin to buckle. 
my God. That's when you got to have faith to finish. And I, I, I'm reminded of a clip I saw of a young lady and she was running running that race. And many of y'all have seen that clips and her legs were wobbly. And that's how it is uh, when you're becoming a ball that God wants you to be. Sometimes your legs get wobbly. Sometimes you don't know how you're going to make it, but you got to have the faith to finish. Y'all stay with me this evening. One way we can do this is about the people we choose to run the race with us. One way we can do this is by how we associate ourselves and who we associate ourselves with. Now, if you have a, 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 a business in your mind that you wanna do, you need to start associating yourself with people who have a like-minded vision. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you need to hang out with other entrepreneurs. If you want to be a uh, real estate agent, you need to start hanging around people who talk about real estate. If you want to be a, a, a pastor, you need to hang around some pastors, my God. If you want to be a community leader, you need to get yourself in groups with other community leaders. Uh, you got to be around like-minded people. It's important about the people you choose, the friends you choose, the associations that you choose are important when you have looking to have the faith to finish. You don't need nobody in your corner talking down on you. You don't need nobody in your corner that makes you feel bad, but you need people, associate yourself with people who are like-minded, who are, are having the same vision, who have the same uh, uh, mindset, uh, who are looking at the same finish line. You got to have people in your corner that have the same type of vision or same type of faith uh, that you have and connect with those types of people. See, you don't need to be running with folk uh, who don't love God. You need to be running for some folk who love the Lord. You need to be running with people who don't mind praising God. You need to be running some people who don't mind encouraging you with your down. You need to be running with some people who don't mind serving God. You need to be running with some people who 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 have uh, ambition. You need to run with people who are going places in life. See, the wrong association, the wrong friends can take you off course uh, with foolish talk. And they can take you off course with negativity, can, can take you off course with gossiping, can take you off course with talking down on folk. If you want to be the baller, uh, God's way. You can't be talking down about other people. You need to be learning how to lift your brothers up. You need to learn how to lift sisters up. You need to learn how to encourage one another in the Lord. See, the wrong friends would, would, ha would, would have values and activities that may deter you uh, from your course. And a lot of the weight we carry may be result of the crowd we keep. See, we have to be careful on who we run with. We may be running with the wrong people. We we might be running uh, uh, with the wrong folk, and that's the reason why we detour off the course. Having the faith to finish is directly related to making wise choices and to be 
uh, the ball of God's way. If you want to be the ball of God's way, you got to make wise choices. You got to make wise choices of the people that you connect with. You can't connect with everybody. Everybody's not on the same level. It's not that you can't be friendly. It's not that you can't be cordial and cool with people, but you got to be cautious about who you connect yourself with. To have the faith to finish, you got to connect yourself with the right people. Am I right about it this evening? See, in this race we're running, uh, we might have to drop some organizations that we're connected to. My God, we may have to drop some fraternities that we're connected to. If we're going to be uh, the ball of God's way, if we're going to strive and achieve the things that God has for us to strive and achieve, we may have to drop some of the civic organizations that we're connected to. My God, we got to make sure that we're connected to the right people and the right associations. So you need to seek help. Um, if you have uh, addictions and you need to seek help in this season. You, you can't become a baller and you got vices, my God. Now, vice is anything that gets paid before you get paid. So if you have a vice, for instance, you may have a vice uh, of drinking uh, alcohol. So as soon as you get paid, you go spend the money on alcohol before you get the money home. See, vices will cause you do not finish the race that God has placed you on. You got to be careful. Some people have gambling vices. As soon as they get paid, instead of investing the money, instead of saving the money, instead of putting the money uh, uh, toward a business, the vices will eat up the money. The vices will take away your money. Some people have gambling vices. Some people have uh, uh, um, uh, um, drug vices. Some people have women vices. They spend the money all on the women and never have nothing to show for it. Uh, it, it from my perspective, from the old school, we would call a, a person like that a trick because they give their money up to, to uh, uh, someone else or something else instead of investing into their self investing into their own entrepreneurship or business or something to make themselves better, they give it away. These are called vices and to be the, the ball of God's way, you got to cut them vices off. My God, you got to be able to cut them vices loose if you're going to achieve anything great in your life. You can't have vices that hold you down. See, a lot of people are dealing with secret weights and uh, secret weights of sin and, and, and different other weights. And, and you must have to admit your need that whatever you are, you, you may have to deal with that before you can even become uh, how to become the ball of God wants you to be. You're going to have to drop those dead weights before you even have uh, uh, the tenacity or the ability to overcome it. Uh, we're talking about having faith to finish something, having faith to finish what you start. Uh, it takes a whole lot to, to have the faith to finish what you start. Many people start school, and, and I, my, I myself are in school, and, and 
beginning school, it, it sounds like a very good idea to go to back to college. And for me, going back to college in my 40s with a child, children, and a wife, and a business, and a ministry, that sounds like a good idea, but it, it takes a lot to focus in on that paperwork, focus in on the, the projects, and term papers, and reading, and and, and, and you got to have faith, my God. You got to have faith to finish. Amen. And even um, when I was in the world and, and I was getting a tattoos and things, a tattoo always sound like a good idea. But to the needle, hit the arm. And you got to endure that pain. And what I'm trying to tell you tonight is that whatever you're going through, you're going to have to endure some hardship to get there. You're going to have to have faith to finish. See, when we face hardship and discouragement, it's easy to lose sight of the big picture. But this is not a time that we, uh, uh, it's not a time that we lean, uh, uh, not lean on God. This is a time that we lean on the Lord. Amen. We lean on so many things. But we need to learn how to lean on God. I, I shared the story last week, and many people don't know to understand the reason and, and the name why I came up with the name Baller World. Baller World uh, is the name of my barbershop. And um, the reason why the name Baller World came up is because I wanted to have something from the fellas. Amen. Uh, uh, Beauty World was across the street. And, 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 and all the ladies with the beauty world, but the fellas didn't have nothing that we could come together and get and get fresh and get fly. So the baller world came out. Baller world came out for something for the males, the men, but also it's for ladies as well. But it was something that we could come together as men, a place where we could come together and get fresh and, and talk about uh, good things, positive things. and things to lift up the community and um baller world came about and i shared the story last week on on how it was inspired by a song because my god called my god was a baller he owns everything and i took that as my theme and i ran with it y'all and i've been running with it for 20 plus years and I, I felt like the Lord was releasing me to tell the people how to become a baller God's way. Now, I could t you know how to become a, a baller uh, in the street and in the world. My God, there's many ways to become a baller, but to be a baller God's way, you're going to have to follow the playbook. And the playbook that we're using is the Bible. Let's go to John. John the 14th chapter, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me. See, we got to keep looking at the bigger picture. My God, we got to keep looking at, at the big picture. I, I think about our picture too small. We're we looking through uh, 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 small lenses. But the Lord, uh, to have the faith to finish, we're going to have to look at the big picture. We can't get bogged down with uh, little tidbit things that happen to us or somebody nip at us here, somebody nip at us there, and we throw our, that throw our whole game off. But we can't, we can't let little things blow us off our path or push us off our path. We got to keep looking 
at the big peach and I, I've been teaching and preaching to my church and I, I was talking about how COVID-19, uh, COVID-19 is really like a reset button for a believer. Amen. It's given us time to really reevaluate our life. It's given us time to make some, some changes and it's almost like a timeout in, in life. If you really focus, uh, refocus your life and Get your game plan back together. Get your plans back together. And you should come out better. My God, you should come out better after COVID-19. Now, my heart does go out to those who've been affected uh, by COVID-19, not making no light of it. I'm just saying how a way that you can look at it is a way that now uh, I got a break from my everyday hustle and bustle. Now I can re replan and, and rethink and get my vision back together and, and take and, and study and, and, and spend some time with the Lord and, and find a way to have faith to finish. You got to have faith to finish. You're not going to just click your heels. This is not no a magic show. If you want what God has for you, you got to apply your faith. Now, faith is, is nothing uh, magical about it. It's about having endurance. It's about believing God. And it's about trusting God in the process. And the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all thy ways. And he shall direct your path. You got to have faith to finish. It develops our patience and makes our final victory sweet. Sometimes we go through because God is developing something in us. And God is developing nothing else in this season. God is developing patience in us. Having to sit home, having to be without work, having uh, to, to endure and all what we enduring as a people and uh, this COVID-19 is developing something in us and developing the faith in us, the faith to finish and to be uh, the ball of God's way. You're going to have to develop some faith to finish. You can't just start something and not go through with it. I'm determined. I just started this podcast last week, and, but God had dealt with me many years on how to develop a, a, a platform to tell the people how to become a baller God's way. And if you're going to be a baller God's way, you're going to have to develop faith to finish. See, the trials and troubles we face, we must be willing to continue in our journey of faith, knowing one day we're going to see the Lord. And ultimately, uh, for a believer, we want to see Jesus. Am I right about it this evening? But the ancient men of faith walk uprightly before God, always holding on the promises of a soon-to-come Messiah. See, they had faith to finish. And although we might not see the end, Although we might not see the millions of dollars, although we might not see the finish line, we got to have faith to continue on. We got to have faith to finish. Amen. I was watching Madam C.J. Walker today, 
And she was determined, even when people would laugh at her, when she said, I'm gonna be a millionaire, and they would smirk and laugh and giggle. She was determined. She had a faith to finish. My God, her whole purpose was to leave a legacy that people would, would remember her and, and her contribution. She had faith to finish. Amen. They laughed at her when she said she was going to uh, 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 live beside uh, Rockefeller. And, and, and she was Rockefeller's next door neighbor. My God. See, you got to have faith even when people down you. You got to have faith when people don't see your vision. You got to have faith when people don't encourage you. You got to have faith when nobody else is, is around you. You got to have faith to finish. Faith to finish even when I started my business. I didn't get a lot of fanfare when I said I'm going to open my own barbershop. Uh, many people that are uh, with me today weren't all with me in the beginning. Um, a lot of people say, why you want to do that? I mean, you, you make good money where you're at. Why would you want to open your own business? Uh, you're not going to be successful. How are you going to compete with other businesses? And you're just a one-chair operation. But see, you got to have faith to finish. You got to have faith to endure criticism. You got to have faith uh, to endure uh, people who not are going to be celebrating you. You got to have faith to finish. And I, I chose this platform. I chose this platform because I, I, I'm a pastor, but I don't always want to preach to people. Sometimes I just want to talk and just teach because really the Bible is what has made me the man that I am. I, I owe everything to God. See, the thing about it, people want to know, uh, Keith, how did you become a successful businessman? I'll, I'm telling you, I'm trusting God, but people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that you're trusting in God. They don't want to hear that I, you got faith. They just want to hear some kind of scheme or plan that you came up with to get to great success. I got my success by being obedient to the word of God. So you got to have faith to finish. People don't want to hear that because if when people came at me, when they talked about me, talked nasty about me, when they trashed my name, if I didn't have faith, my God, if I didn't believe in myself, my God, if I didn't believe in the God that made me, my God, where will I be? The Bible says, if God be for us, who could be against us? So you got to have faith to finish. My God, I want to encourage somebody to start a business coming out of COVID-19. I, I want to encourage somebody who's been plotting on a business for, for years to, to start formulating that plan. And as soon as we're able to get back out the house, I want you to be running. I want you to be running to have the faith to run. Run, be, start your business, keep going with your business, and finish. I want to encourage somebody to have faith, to finish. I went through the Bible because I, I wanted to see who had faith to finish, and, and I discovered Abel had faith to finish. Enoch, he had faith to finish. Noah had faith to finish. Abraham had the faith to finish. Sarah, she had faith to finish. Isaac had faith to finish. Jacob had faith to finish. Moses had the faith to finish. Joshua 
had the faith to finish. Rahab had the faith to finish. Gideon had the faith to finish. Samson had the faith to finish. The widow's son had the faith to finish. The Shumanite woman had the faith to finish. I got to thinking about that thing. Grandma had the faith to finish. Grandpa had the faith to finish. Mama and daddy had the faith to finish. My question is anybody out there in podcast land got the faith to finish? My God. See, I don't know what you're facing this evening, but I want to encourage you to hold on to your faith. You got to have the faith to finish. Maybe it didn't work out like you expected to work out when you started your business. Maybe you just started and COVID-19 hit. But I want to encourage you. You got to continue. You got to have the faith to finish. You got to know that God will make a way out of nowhere. You got to know that God will will send a a blessing to you. You got to have faith in the God you serve. You got to have faith to finish. I'm trying to encourage somebody this evening. I'm trying to encourage you to to hang in there. I'm trying to encourage you to keep the faith. You got to have faith to finish. My God, my God. I was determined to get here tonight. I want to share with you uh, uh, my heart. I want to share with you uh, what it takes, uh, what it takes to be a baller God's way. My God, this ain't no easy thing. You're going to have to apply your faith to get what God has for you. You can't click your heels. This is not door thing. This this is not Toto and the, uh, the Wiz and all that. And you can click your heels and this is going to be a magic show. No, you're going to have to sit down, apply your faith, and move forward and finish. You're going to have to have faith to finish. You don't need to stop until the classic close. Amen. Don't let no, nobody put you in a casket. Don't ever nobody put you in a box but, but until they put you in a casket. You got to have faith to finish. You got to have faith to finish. Are y'all hearing me this evening? You're going to have to have faith to finish. And, and let us not be weary and well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. My God, if you keep holding on in there, if you keep trusting God, if you keep following the vision, in due season, you shall reap. My God, that's a word for somebody this evening. You shall reap if you faint not. And I I think about uh, Madam C.J. Walker, and I think about uh, how she started out on that barrel, she was selling the the uh, the products for the other lady, and uh, she 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 had uh, she had a, a way to connect with the people, and she the people were buying the product, and she went back to tell the lady, I, I sold your product, but the lady didn't give her a chance. My God, see you can't let people get between you and your destiny. She went and started her own business. She started her own company. She started her own chemicals and things and and creams and and she went and sold her own product, my God. And and she, she, she kept on going. 
She kept on going even when they said no, when the investors told her no, when her husband told her no, when people told her no. She just kept on going. She had a faith to finish. My God, I'm trying to help somebody this evening. I'm not helping you, I'm helping myself. You see, I've been in business for 20, 20 years, but it's not over. God has something new in store for me. God got greater things in store for me. And if nobody else gonna listen to this podcast, guess what? I'll rewind and listen to myself because I need the faith to finish. And I'm not the only one out there that needs the faith to finish. So what I wanna tell you tonight, no matter what people are saying about you, no matter what the enemy plots in your head, no matter how many times you doubt yourself, you can do it. You can make it. You can win. You got to have the faith to finish. My God, I'm glad y'all listened to me this evening. I'm glad that you well, tuned in. I'm glad you're excited about the show. I'm glad you're learning these tools and these, these tools and, and how to become a baller God's way because God uh, wants us to prosper in life. God wants us to be able blessing so we can be a blessing to others. And I like the model of Madam C.J. Walker because it wasn't about her. She wanted to help others. And, and this is how we should be uh, to become a ball of God's way. We're going to have to uh, help others. We're going to have to bring others up with us. So again, I thank you this evening for joining. Like I said, every Thursday night, we're coming with a new episode. Tell your friends, tell everybody, come on, join. See what this man talking about again. It's your man, uh, uh, Keith F. White, a.k.a. Mr. Baller, a.k.a. the man on the podcast. We love you. Uh, let's let in with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening. Just an opportunity, Lord, to share your heart with the people, God, an opportunity, Lord, to get some encouragement, an opportunity to get tools to learn how to become a baller God's way. Lord, we thank you for the revelation of your spirit leading me to do this podcast. And Lord, I pray continuous blessings to all those who are tuning in on tonight, God. Lord, we thank you on tonight. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And remember that I love you, but God loves you best. We'll see you next week.